the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Picture Radio News Hour on this Thursday. Man, we got a lot of things to talk about. We got Jay Powell's going to be talking in a few hours. We're going to have Joe Biden in prime time uh, making the case. Well, let's just make the case for war and making the case for uh, emergency spending another hundred billion dollar plus and and borrowing is going to be the pitch we got a 10-year note bumping up on five percent uh are we over are we close to over in the bomber we'll talk about that we had existing home sales well man we got a number i didn't think we'd ever see again Uh, i'll tell you about that as well but our toll-free number 800-951-0592 the website at allamericangold.com i will say this i encourage you to go out there today Uh, there's a a video clip uh, daniel d martino booth take a listen uh, she used to work uh, at the Dallas Federal Reserve. Uh, she was Richard Fisher's uh, right-hand lady. Uh, she uh, very, uh, very smart woman. So uh, check it out. Uh, I, she's got a lot of things, I think, uh, that are right on here. But, Jason, overnight, the 10-year note got to 498. Right now at uh, about 495 as we wait for Jay Polly speaking at the Economic Club over there in New York today. But I think the big news will be President Biden tonight uh, making his plea to the country uh, that we need to give uh, more money to Israel, more money to Ukraine. We got to get the war drums going. That's what it looks like, doesn't it? It looks like uh, they're going to find a way to just print or give more money just just add on to that pile of debt and make the situation we're talking about get worse and worse which is how are we going to pay back the interest on the debt if they keep doing this joe well and again uh, news out of china today uh what actually was yesterday uh the chinese selling record amounts of u.s debt so when we look at last week remember last week we kind of had uh, so, some panic in the bond market. Uh, we found out uh, yesterday uh, that the Chinese have stepped up their selling of treasuries. And that makes sense uh, because, and again, most of the countries around the world that hold U.S. debt, and obviously Japan and China, the biggest holders, uh, they need to start spending money. Their economies are hurting uh, they're, they, they're introducing stimulus and all of these other things, which means they're going to be selling U.S. debt. Um, at the same time, we've had this huge increase in the amount of U.S. debt. And, and Jason, uh, we're going to have another increase. Uh, uh, Joe, the Biden administration, this, they've already drafted it. They want to spend uh, another $100 billion, most of it, 
90% of it is for Ukraine, which is one of the reasons, you know, by the way, Speaker of the House, I know I'm getting all over here, Jim Jordan, it got worse yesterday. So he, he didn't, he missed it by 20 votes on Tuesday. Yesterday it went to 22 votes. Uh, no Speaker of the House. I think Jordan's dead on arrival. Uh, the clock is ticking. Uh, we've got less than 30 days uh, before the, the, you know, right as McCarthy got out, they, they, they prevented a government shutdown for 45 days. We're getting closer to that. There's been talk about having a temporary speaker. Uh, I don't know how it would work if we could even get this $100 billion approved without a speaker in the House. But, Jason, it's Washington, D.C. They'll make up rules if they want to, right? If they want to spend money, they're going to figure a way to spend money. I think the temporary speaker idea is just to get that money to Israel and, and to Ukraine. Right. So, I, I, yeah, I, I think that's the only reason that they're going to have this so-called temporary rule. But you know what they do, and they, they put a new law or rule in place that's temporary. It ends up being there forever, doesn't it, Joe? But I'm going to say, I, again, yesterday we had a 20-year auction. Uh, they were relieved it wasn't worse. Uh, that's why we saw the tenure notes spiking. Uh, they, they had uh, the banks, the, the, the dealers, they were only having to take down, well, I want to say it was 11 or 12% of the auction. Uh, that's still a little high, but a lot better than it was last week. We've got another long-dated uh, auction today, but of course, all eyes are going to be on Jay Powell. Is Jay Powell going to signal another pause, right? So a a no-rate hike in October, or I'm sorry, November. I think first week of November. I think he'll continue with the higher for longer. I think that's going to stay. But I think if he gives a clue that the Fed isn't going to raise again in November, maybe, maybe, this will be the, the, the top, you know, five, five and a quarter. Maybe that'll be the top of the 10-year note if they really are not going to raise rates any longer. But then again, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to take the easy way out. He'll hint at, at another pause, but say they're data dependent and they can always raise rates again. But, Jason, right now, I think everybody's focused on war. Everybody's focused in on on what Jamie Dimon said. I think Jay Powell, his hands are tied right now, whether he wants to raise rates or not. I don't feel like he thinks that he can. What did Goldman Sachs do in their earnings? That may have Jay Powell and the rest of the banks nervous. All of that and so much more coming up. Nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot News Hour on this Thursday. A quick look at the markets. The Dow is down, uh, but it's down a hundred points. That's not horrible. Uh, the S and P's down thirteen. The Nasdaq's down thirty three. As we said, the ten year note. Uh, 495. It's been as high as 498. Uh, crude oil's off a little bit, right at $88. Gold, depending on where you look. I'm going to tell you, gold is flat. 1955. 
Uh, London will say gold's up seven dollars, but it's the same price. Gold's nineteen fifty-five. Silver just below twenty-three dollars. And if you're sitting there going, wait a minute, I gotta worry about some clown who three years ago told us inflation was transitory. Uh, I gotta, I gotta listen to this guy, and somehow he's going to determine how my stock portfolio is going to do. You know, and again, remember, right? All day, all, all day, all, all year for your entire life. Max out your 401k. You gotta invest. You gotta save money. Invest in the stock market. Invest in the stock market. And now. Your whole life, your, all of your savings hangs in the balance of some guy who literally has been unable to predict anything in this economy, really anything. Matter of fact, I mean, he didn't start the ridiculous economic policies, but he was working his way up the Fed. Listen, he was part of the Fed when Ben Bernanke was there. Heck, he was part of the Fed when Greenspan was there. He was part of the discussion of 2% inflation. He was part of quantitative easing, the most ridiculous economic policy of all time. Yeah, you're going to figure that out. You'll figure it out. History will not be kind to quantitative easing, believe me. Interest rates at zero. got to remember, this is his second term. His whole first term lived at zero. And of course, now, uh, through their brilliance, look at what we're dealing with here. And who knows, if Jay Powell says we're raising rates in November, the Dow is going to get smashed. Maybe you need to have more assets not correlated to Wall Street. You better have that gold and silver. You know that. I keep telling all of you, man, if you, especially if you're close to retirement and you haven't called Joey, what are you doing? The tax ban is coming. We can look at what's happening right now. We can't fund all of this debt. It's plain and simple. That's what's happening right now. They're not going to say it like that. Now, they'll put some nice little, oh, well, we're having some liquidity problems. Well, maybe you need to wake up a little bit. Check out our buddies over at Y-Refi. You can get up to 10.25% return. You know what their worst return is? 6.25. It's not bad. Not too shabby. It's not correlated to Wall Street. It could give two you-know-whats about what that clown's going to say at the Economic Club in New York today. How about the clown that's going to talk to us tonight? Right? And, and say, oh, don't worry. We just need, need another $100 billion. Of course, what's going to happen? 90 days later, oh, well, you know, we need another $50 billion, And then we need another $80 billion, And then we need another $30 billion, Right? It's always another, another, another. And now we're having problems paying for it. It's time to it's time to get smart here. Not only do you need your money out of the bank, you, you really need to be careful what you're doing in these equity markets. Check out our friends at Y Refi. I keep telling you about. It. 
investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Just call them. I mean, let's, let's just make it simple. 888-Y-REFI-24. You guys know you got to have at least $50,000. You can use an existing IRA. Some of you can use a 401k. Uh, but Jason, really creepy things happening. Uh, the bank earnings came out, and of course they wanted to. Oh no, they were fine. You know, okay. Jamie Dimon gave a warning, and you know, everybody's bumping up loan loss provisions, and and how much, how far down have deposits gone? Goldman Sachs. in their earnings this week, took all of their commercial office bonds, all of them. You know what they did? They cut it 50%. Their whole office bond portfolio, commercial real estate office, and marked it down 50%. Now, here's the thing. Goldman doesn't have a lot of that. Well, that's a big problem for a lot of these regional banks. A really big problem. But they weren't done. No. They took the rest of their commercial office space. Not office. I'm sorry. The rest of their commercial space that isn't office. And marked that down 15%. So, Jason, things are getting worse, not better, uh, especially now you've got interest rates going even higher. Yesterday, we told you PIPCO in hotels, which hotels have been saying, oh, we're all full. Everything's great. They returned the keys to 20 properties yesterday. And, of course, Goldman Sachs says, okay, we're done playing around. Let's just start writing this stuff off. Yeah, and, and you know they they'll have to raise the interest rates if the inflation comes back. And I I, I, I like looking at the year over year CPI, Joe. That the, the number that they um, uh, a lot of people look at, and just looking at that number. You know, I've been looking at the two year, and the the, the numbers start backing. Off. Last year, the uh, the so called they were getting over the inflation, and then the numbers started backing off for about six twelve months, right? But the big months are the ones coming up. And I don't see where the, the, the year-over-year inflation is going to be a, a, a small number the next few months. In fact, I see it to be a, a growing bigger number. And, uh, yeah, I know that you've called for a pause for the next uh, Fed meeting, which I think is still possible. But I don't see after that how they don't raise the rates. If it goes to the CPI goes to 4 and a half, then goes to 5, 5 and a half, maybe goes back to 6 in the, just the next three months. The next three months – the uh, the October, the December, and the, and the January number, which will take us, or the October, November, December number, which will take us into January, those are going to be big ones, Joe, because those were big drop offs, year over year inflation, and and they got down to three, right, Joe? You mentioned this yesterday. Got down to three, then up to three two, then three seven, and this month it should have been like three five or three three. Should have came down even if things were staying the same, but but it stayed at three seven on a month that it really they it should have went down. And I think that's what's been all the war. Everything's suddenly happening when this number didn't go lower. I think this number is is, is a lot scarier to, to to everybody in the economic world because the inflation's coming back. 
and all this money, oh, Joe Biden, money here and money there, and then and the Speaker of the House and the you know the budget can't be resolved, and we might have a government shutdown. All this just speaks of a lot of inflation. Everybody has to spend more money, and, and, and of course, you know, every number you put out there, you know, you have, you have striking going on from unions and, and job. You know, people need to pay, get paid more money for jobs. Everything is just screaming inflation, Joe. So rates. Maybe in the in the near term, the Fed will keep the rate the same, maybe. But I, I don't see anything but rate hikes in the future and next year if if the inflation comes in heavy. What what can they do, Joe? They can't have hyperinflation, or at least not right now, right? Well, you know what? Can't they? I don't know. I really don't know. Right. Uh, when when we're when we're sitting here uh, having trouble at our auctions, listen. I think today's going to be another one of those. Rates are high enough here in the four nines, five percent that will sell it. But it had to be that high to do it. Um, that's that's the scary part. Well, you know, how about these numbers? Existing home sales. I don't even know what to say. It's crashing. Sales fell to an annualized rate of three point five million. I mean, that's like half. I mean, I, I below four million is saying something. This far below, it, it's really hard to think of. We've only had one other time this millennial where existing home sales uh, were this low, and it really all had to do with right before quantitative easing first started. Uh, back in what was it like 2010 right that that was that was the low point we're getting back there again uh first time home buyers uh awfully low which makes sense right you're a first time home buyer you you just don't have the money uh to put down to buy them but how much lower can existing home sales get but this is how broken things are the median selling price so I just told you, existing home sales, one of the worst numbers we've seen in a long time. And especially, you know, we're supposed to, the economy's good. The actual selling price rose almost 3%. So we've got home sales crashing. By the way, the, the price, the highest Ever for the month of September, three hundred ninety-four thousand three hundred dollars. Uh, the average person now, Jason, just to afford now, I don't know where you can get a house for under four hundred grand here in Phoenix. It's possible. Uh, it's not going to be in the greatest neighborhood, and it's going to be super far out of town. But neither here nor there, Jason. You got to be making well over a hundred thousand dollars a year just to get into an entry-level home. That's, yeah, that's about it. I mean, unless you have a, a saved up a, a, an immense uh, down payment. You know, you got, you got the, uh, the half down, down payment. The only, it, it's all, but yeah, as far as normal house buying, you know, per house purchasing, yeah, you're, uh, you have to have a lot of equity to, to, to move into another existing home. So, that you, you know, you don't have a lot of uh, financing because financing is not working very well right now, Joe. It's, uh, it's, not, it's why existing home sales are crashing. You know, just the financing being one part. I mean, just there's an expense just to moving. 
And if you don't have that side of money going on, I mean, I was watching somebody talk about buying into a foreclosed home that they're starting to pop up around the, the country, Joe. And he's like, look, you know, they're doing, there's some programs are coming out. They're trying to get first-time buyers into homes right now with, with some, some 3% down loans, you know, better than an FHA loan. But we have first-time jobless claims. It was actually below 200,000 today. Uh, it, it's mind-boggling, uh, breaking news. Uh, I think this is going to be bullish breaking news for gold and silver here. Jim Jordan is saying that he is going to back a plan to have an interim Speaker of the House. Uh, it's going to be Patrick McHenry uh, from North Carolina. We talked about this yesterday. They're saying that they're going to have him be the interim Speaker of the House until January. So basically what I'm telling you folks is get the checkbook out. The government's getting happy here. We're going to spend, spend, spend. Nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot News Hour. Gold's up three now. Here, I, I think gold's going to uh, have quite another big week here, uh, especially with Jay Powell talking today. I think Jay Powell is going to hint at more pausing, uh, and then Joe Biden saying, "Hey, we got to go even further into debt for all these wars." And now Jim Jordan saying he will uh, back a temporary Speaker of the House, Patrick McHenry, uh, till January. That also tells me two things. Number one, they're going to spend this money. Number two, they're probably also going to, if nothing else, extend the budget until January as well. So that's my thought anyway with this temporary Speaker of the House. Uh, all of those bullish for gold, bullish for silver. Uh, the the special today, one-tenth ounce American gold eagles. We got a great opportunity here on tenth ounce uh, gold eagles. Uh, the world's biggest wholesaler uh, texted me this morning saying, Joe, hey, I've got an opportunity. Can you help us? So we're going to save you a bunch of money today. Tenth ounce gold eagles, one through 49 245 50 or more at 240 you know think about it gold's up gosh what 160 170 dollars in the last 10 days uh take advantage of the pullback here and get in some 10th ounce the golden dimes we call them the golden dimes well because they're the size of a dime they're a tenth of an ounce a piece very, you know, when you talk about fractional gold and bartering, this is your barter gold coin. But then we're going to throw some silver on as well. Rolls of silver half dollars, also on sale today at $225 a roll. So you're saving money all over the board here. All great barterable material. A roll of 20 silver half dollars at 225 the 10th ounce gold eagles 1 through 49 245 50 or more at 240 at 800 951 just like that silver's now positive uh, gold's now up 41960 
uh, and rising. Matter of fact, gold now at the highs of the day. And Jason, I, I think this opens the door here for government to essentially say, we're going to take the next 90 days and spend like crazy, continuing this spending. Uh, Jeff Gunlatch was out warning today about the dollar, saying, listen, if Congress doesn't get their act together and we get spending under control, the dollar's going to have a big problem. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And uh, about that gold special, just for a moment, I just, I, I just think it's for you, you guys out there that want gold that can't afford the, the twenty dollars liberty or the ten dollars liberty. The ten thousand gold eagle is a great way. To, uh, I've got several customers that just buy one at a time or two at a time, and after a while, it stacks up, Joe. After a while, it, you know, it seems like a roll of fifty of these is is to, could take forever, but plunking them down one at a time, and, and it's kind of cool because you know, even though you're paying a higher premium. The, the smaller the piece of gold, the higher above spot you're going to pay. But you, when you sell it back, we have to we pay more for fractional as we do for, oh, yeah. than we do for the bigger coins. So we, we keep that in mind. Yeah, you're paying a higher premium for smaller fractional gold, but you also we pay more for it on the other side. So keep that in mind. Is if you need to be a small smaller stacker, one, two, three coins at a time, it, it stacks up fast. Just so keep buying it. But yeah. as far as the government and the budget, Joe, I mean. We know we know that the uh, what is it is going to be January twenty five is the next time they have to try to to, to come up with a budget is, is I forget I always forget so then well, this, this is for fiscal year twenty twenty four which is already right. started right so Correct. so this is that budget we know we also know the debt ceiling debt ceiling yes that's going to be next January so this January right we're going to maybe try to get a speaker of the house in a budget who knows. The following January, it's the debt ceiling again. And, and the scary part is, how big is this number going to be? It looks like for the second straight quarter in a row, we are going to have debt issuance north of a trillion dollars a quarter. I mean, that puts you on a $4 trillion trajectory. Now, obviously, uh, the, the, the tax month in April, it wouldn't be that high. But, Jason... I'm telling you right now, I'm getting more and more nervous about how close to $3 trillion in a single year that the, the deficit's going to be in 2024. Well, what about $8 trillion or $6 trillion? Because if, if this is inflation and it's snowballing and, and uh, hyperinflation is really just measured on how fast the inflation's gaining. But what we're talking about, what I'm seeing with, with government spending – but with food and, and, and energy and everything else also going up fast, the, the inflation gets rolling like a snowball downhill. We could have six tr- next year. You know, there's, no, there's, nothing, there's nothing stopping inflation from going to a $6 trillion deficit or an $8 trillion deficit just next year, Joe. What happens and then? I don't know what's going to happen in the Middle East here. But Syria. One thing is I think clear. you're going to Syria. One thing is clear with the whole uh, Israel 9-11. You know what we did on our 9-11. Right? We ended up in Iraq and Afghanistan, and we were there a long time. To me, this is just me, they're sending the message, and I think Joe Biden's going to deliver this message tonight. This war is going to expand. Right, I, I, Lebanon, Syria, dare I say Iran, let's not count out Qatar. Listen, 
uh, Hamas and all their leadership, they stay in Qatar. Uh, this is a this has the potential to be extremely expensive, right? When we talk about hey, well, here's a hundred billion. Most of that that's for Ukraine. Ninety billion of it well, they want for Ukraine. Who knows what this could lead to, Jason? We can see numbers uh, that, quite honestly. Uh, the world has never seen before, and a lot of people, a lot of real smart people, not me, really smart people, are saying, hey, we're doing the math here, and the math doesn't work. I don't know how we're going to be able to sell all of this debt, especially with banks not having the deposits. Correct, correct, yeah, and, and well, we'll see where the wars go, Joe, I, I, I that, that, expansion of spending on two wars uh it doesn't really matter how many wars uh there are it matters how much spending is going into the wars and uh, look how fast ukraine became very uh unpopular but israel seems to be pretty popular you know the urgency is there and i think syria is where it's going joe we we could talk a little bit about it because it's funny where russia uh, happens to be that seems to be one of these conflicts or these changes are going on. Like, you know, there are a bunch of Russians in Venezuela, Joe, too. You know that. They're in Syria. Maybe there's a trade getting on here. Maybe a little Ukraine for Syria trade getting ready to happen. We'll see. We'll talk about it all. We'll be right back. 800 Joe and Jason on this Thursday. We got Jay Powell coming up here uh, in just, what, I think 15 minutes uh, Jay Powell will be speaking uh, at the Economic Club in New York. Uh, any hint of dovishness, I'll probably see higher prices. And then tonight we get Joe Biden saying, hey, we need to get the war drum money going. And it looks like the Republicans have agreed. And Jim Jordan is going to step aside. They will not have a vote for Jordan uh any longer it looks like they're going to go with the interim deal so they can get money spent and that just means more pressure on these debt markets gold's up four at 1960 silver's now just crested higher here 2305 uh the 10th ounce american gold eagle on sale right now at 245 dollars you buy 50 or more to 40. And then the rolls of silver, half dollars, 20 silver pre-1965, silver half dollars at $225. And Jason, before we get into maybe what's going to happen here, I just want to highlight these big banks. Man, we're starting to learn a lot. They've been laying off by the thousands, the four big banks, J.P. Morgan, B of A, City and Wells, have laid off over 20,000 people this year. Jason, they've closed thousands of branches. These banks are really trying to do what they can to, to, to keep costs down, and I think this trend is going to continue uh, we're going to see a lot less banks and a lot less employees at banks. They're going to make it harder and harder for the citizenry to go to banks. You're going to have to travel further. 
Uh, you're going to get less service, right? They, they want everybody to get ready. This is another precursor of, of the bank going by. You don't need banks if everything's digital, right, Jason? No. Yeah. I mean, everyone that's ever used a credit card knows you don't have to go to the bank to use that piece of plastic, right? And and so that's 98, 97%, maybe 99%, somewhere in that range of all of our currency already is digital. It's, it's, it's just digits on a screen. Only about 2% or so of, of our money is actual physical cash. And if you've ever seen people with big, uh, large amounts of cash, or if you've ever had a large amount of cash in your hand, or seen somebody paying out something, it just seems like you, know, you go to a bank and there's all this cash going in and cash going in. It seems like there's so much cash out there. But that just shows you how, uh, how much money there really is floating around in this country when, you, when the digital is 97 98% of it. So you're already using digital cash. How many people listening right now, you let some company do automatic withdrawals from your account? Hey, we're just going to automatically bill you per month. It'll just come out of your account. You won't have to do nothing. Paperless. Go paperless. Right? I don't do paperless. I'm still I'm still uh, in the old days. I want my bill sent to me, and then I want to physically put a stamp on a letter and send the bill out. But everybody's using digital cash already, Joe. There's so many people are already doing it. The difference is, as a digital currency, the Fed digital currency is going to streamline this thing. They'll talk about the conveniences and how it's going to save the monetary system in the future. It's going to be a hero. But all it's going to do is going to put a lot of price controls on things. It's going to control how you spend things, where you spend things. That's what's head. That's why we talk about this so much. You know, but, but Joe, I think they've conditioned most people in America and other uh, highly developed countries to already spend digital money. They just want, they got to get rid of that last 2%. That 2% is, is a problem for them. That, two, that little 2% of cash. Well, I just got uh, uh, an update here. Um, the European Union says they are now done with the investigative stage and now are moving into what they are calling uh, the preparation phase for a central bank digital currency. Uh, they said that the digital euro is on its way, and, and here you go. It is intended to be used. From person to person, at point of sale, in e-commerce, in government transactions, in pretty much all transactions. And they said no digital payment instruments offers all of these features. The digital euro is going to fill the gap, Jason. See, this is so much better than Bitcoin. Everybody's going to take it. You can do it person to person. You can do it right. You know, at at the point of sale, right? If you're at a restaurant, you're at a hotel, you're at, at the grocery store, right? Listen, you can do it in e-commerce. You're shopping online. You can do it to make your government payments, your mortgage payments. Here it comes. Now, the, again, the investigation stage is over. They're now in the preparation stage, and they're putting a date on it. They think the preparation stage will be completed in 2025. So, Jason, we're starting to get uh, some dates now. Uh, I think you can put 2025 on the clock as a very tumultuous time because the ECB says – Hey, it's going to take us two years to get ready, and then we're going to be ready to go. 
That's not very far away, is it, Joe? That's pretty close. I, I mean, that those are, that sounds like some real dire things are going to be happening in the next bunch of months, Joe. Because they have to bring the digital currency when everybody's going to be begging for it, which is going to be huge, massive economic stress. So I guess they're saying that's going to be now, between now and, and less than two years from now, Joe. Yeah, so they're saying they're going to finalize the digital euro rule book, also selecting providers, uh, the de- developing the platform and the infrastructure. It will include testing and experimentation to develop the euro that meets both the euro system's requirements and the user's needs. Yes, and of course, what did they say the user needs? Well, don't worry, we're going to get that privacy thing handled. Sure they are. Paper Radio News Hour. Get those ten pounds. Get those silver half dollars. Final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Paper Radio News Hour. Wrapping up the story. We'll have a lot to talk about tomorrow. Jay Powell's minutes away here. Uh, we're going to have Joe Biden uh, making his plea to the country to go further into debt, uh, and then of course. The Speaker of the House, uh, the Republicans, deciding on a temporary speaker uh, through January, which really opens the door for 90 more days of ridiculous spending. Uh, Make sure, by the way, follow us. Uh, We're on Patriot Trading Group. We're on YouTube and Rumble. Uh, The Half Empty Cup, we're on Rumble only because YouTube would ban us there. Uh, follow us at these places, and you can watch us pretty soon. We're working. Uh, we'll be going live on Rumble. We'll have Rumble Live and then YouTube, too, for Patriot. We'll be doing live shows here in the future. Uh, but make sure you check that out. In the meantime, those 10-ounce gold eagles, isn't this the way to be? No doubt in my mind. Look at what the ECB just said. Hey, it's coming. Now, just like here. They're saying two things. One, oh, don't worry, we got your, you know, privacy, we're going to make sure that's not going to happen. They're going to say it's going to happen, it's not going to happen. And then two, don't worry about cash, we're not going to do anything about it. And I agree, they won't. You know who is? The banks. You know who is? The grocery stores, the retailers. They'll make it to where there is no more cash. Mark my words on all of that. Uh, and today's special is a great uh, barterable special out there. For those of you that are like, hey, I want barterable material, both of these specials are that. The 10-ounce Gold Eagle, 1 through 49, 245. A roll of 50 or more, 240. And then the roll of 20 silver half dollars at $225. Uh, either one of those is a great way to go. If it was me, I'd get some of both. 800-951-0592. But interesting news, and this is why I said this always happens. War drums are beating, right, and spending money. Oh, we got liquidity problems. Uh, Goldman Sachs marking down all of their commercial real estate. And they almost slipped it by me, Jason, where, hey, oh, by the way, uh, two years. We're on the clock. We're now in the preparation stage for the digital Europe. Believe me, Europe's not moving if they didn't already know we were moving. 
Right. Yeah, these central banks absolutely are are in communications. You know, just you know, they just had their one of their big meetings over there, the uh, the IMF meeting. You know, the central bank of central banks. So it's they they know what's going on. And I, I read a whole bunch of stuff that came out of that meeting in the last few days. They they're in, they they know what's happening, Joe. They they uh, I think they sometimes do a wait and see. I think they're in kind of a wait and see situation. But things like sudden attacks in Israel don't happen at this timing of it for, uh, unless there's a reason. There's a reason for the timing, Joe. There always is a reason. And uh, I think inflation in America is not going to stop. And, and that just is infl- – unfortunately, that's the world. Inflation in America is inflation on everybody because no matter how much de-dollarization is going on, all these countries are still using dollars, Joe. And if it becomes more and more expensive to, to, to use the dollar, can't imagine what some of these smaller countries, how, how crushed they're going to be by this. My war start, right? That's why war start. 800-951-0592. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.